I would definitely say that now that there's so much like online access, it's re a really cool way to connect with more people. Just like, well, I mean like Twitch is all online and I have like, I don't even know, like a hundred friends now that I never would have had before. But I found my way. Hey everybody, welcome to The Sponge Show. I'm Brad Cebalski, uh, the host of the show and the uh, president and the brains behind Be Connected, a social media management team uh, in downtown Appleton. Uh, thanks for joining us. What is The Sponge Show? It is an opportunity for us to get together, share ideas, look into stories of people that are entrepreneurial, they're in digital marketing, they're into community involvement, they're exploring new ideas things like that and learn as much as we can, absorb as much as we can from each individual person that we bring on. This show is gonna be really exciting. It's gonna be a little bit different. We're gonna talk about a, a topic that is probably foreign to most of the listeners and viewers of this show up to this point. And uh, I'm really excited about this guest because she um, is part of our team actually at Be Connected and is just an awesome team member and has a unique, uh, a unique side hustle i guess or side project or side uh, passion i guess you could call it that sure. yeah <laughs> we'll call it that <laughs> so i'm pleased to bring on to the show hannah mauer from team b connected and we are going to talk today about something called twitch right Woo, twitch yeah so i guess uh introduce yourself to the listeners out there uh of who is hannah and um what do you do and what is your claim to fame? My name's Hannah, and I went to college at UW-River Falls. Um, I worked retail for about four years um, before I kind of got into my degree, which was, was actually marketing. Um, so I worked for a tea company called Fava Tea Company for about a year, and then I found Be Connected last year. It's about 10 months ago. Actually, 11 months ago now. It's yeah. kind of crazy how long. Almost a year. I've been here, yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of Twitch, I actually started streaming on Twitch um, in January of 2015. So it's been like three and a half years since I started streaming. Awesome. And that's what we're here to talk about is yep. Twitch. Mm -hmm. Not here to just toot the Be Connected horn the whole time. Although right. I'd be in favor of that. We're just not going to do it. I do love Be Connected. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the right thing to say to <laughs> the guy's <laughs> city. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Um, but before we talk about Twitch, we are going to first be sponges and we're going to consume and absorb our favorite drink mm -hmm. or favorite for right now. How's that? Mm -hmm. um, so I'll start, I guess we'll introduce like what our drink is for the for those listeners and viewers out there. Um, and then we'll talk about why we brought it. So I brought um, I'm going to butcher this name because I'm <laughs> a true Wisconsinite who knows nothing about how to pronounce pronounce anything. Mm -hmm. Um I brought a 2014 cab uh, from, it's a trapiche, trapiche, trapiche. I'm going to say trapiche. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Medalla. And I say Medalla because it's from Argentina. So I feel like you, there's two L's. The, yeah, the L's. Right? Or Medalla. The, the Y sound. Medalla would be one L. <laughs> yeah, right? That's, yeah. What did you bring? Oh, I also brought wine. And your wine is probably healthier than mine because mine is a sweet wine, so it has lots of sugar. Healthy. Um, but, so, um, I can't remember. This one's been last year. My husband and I went up to Door County, and this is Ladenbach's. They have, like, it's a cherry farm, and they make wine. The, yeah, classic Door County cherries. Yep. Um, and this is a sweet cherry. 
I don't know. I like sweet alcohol, so. <laughs> Anyways, we're not here to talk about wine. <laughs> we're here to talk about Twitch. Yep. So what is Twitch? Twitch is a social media platform for streamers and gamers particularly, right? Mm -hmm. Can you explain to everybody what Twitch is? Sure. Um, so Twitch is basically a live streaming platform. Um, majority of the content is around gaming. So video games, virtual reality, anything like that. Um, and then they recently also added like a creative category, an IRL category, and then a music category. So they're kind of branching out a little bit. but. Um, it kind of started because of like esports tournaments. Yeah. So esports has been getting a lot more attention, I think, over the recent years. Um, but Twitch has kind of been growing with it as and well. And you mentioned IRL. That means in real life. In real life. So it's streaming for people that are doing things like in their normal life. Right. So um, Twitch kind of came out with that category because um, streamers really didn't have the opportunity to do. Uh, like content outside of their gaming content so it just kind of gave them a chance to like share with their communities like other things that they do so maybe like a cooking stream or I don't even know like maybe they just want to sit and chat with their community versus playing a video game and doing it so it just kind of gives it like a little bit more flexibility on the stuff that they can create and I gotta I'm gonna back up a little bit because sure. as um, I guess the the head of a company I, you get to learn all of these different nuances of people that work there and everybody has their own story and it's so cool to learn about who everybody is. Um, so having you on the team has opened my eyes up to the Twitch world. And uh, we have another guy that works for us named Lem. He's really big into it too. Um, but for all of the listeners and viewers out there, uh, Hannah's an actual Twitch partner, right? So can you explain what that means? Sure. Um, so... Twitch has about 2 million broadcasters on its platform. Um, and you would kind of think of partners as kind of like the, the top top tier of those platforms. So it kind of goes, you know, there's like those basic streamers. And then they came out with a program called the Affiliate Program, which is one step up from just being a regular streamer. Um, you can earn revenue. Um, and there's a lot, it, it is very similar to the Partner Program. Um, but the Partner Program is like the top tier. And the Partner Program, they kind of get high priority in everything. So. Um, <laughs> I'm going to hopefully not lose anybody here, but Twitch has, while you're streaming, there's a chat next to your stream, um, and you talk to the people that are in your chat. So just like in Facebook Live, like yep. people can leave comments and stuff like that. It's like a, like a chat, right? Yep. So um, like my typical stream is about three hours, and people will watch me. Some people will watch me for all three hours and talk to me the entire time, and then the people, there'll be people that pop in and out. But um, one thing that Twitch does that's really cool is they have, uh, emotes and uh, if, when you become a partner you get your own custom emotes so what is an emote um, so it's like emoticon so like when you're texting on your phone and you have like a little smiley face or something like that uh, that would be like an emote and twitch has its own like they kind of have their own emotes that mean their own thing in the twitch community um, just like they're kind of like memes in their own way um, so to put this in perspective if I stream live on Facebook mm -hmm. and I build up and if I do it so many times and I build up so many followers, I eventually get to create my own emojis within Facebook Live that right. are custom to me. Yep, exactly. So like a partner can unlock um, unlock like tons of emotes. So I have, I believe, 16 unlocked. And then you also have like higher tiers that you can put different emotes in. Um, so like that's the biggest difference I think for me was like I just wanted to get those emote slots because a lot of people will sub subscribe to you because they like your emotes and they like like what your community does with them. 
Um, the affiliates, uh, which are one step down from a partner, um, which I would say the majority of, of Twitch is probably affiliates. Um, uh, maybe that's not true. But anyways, uh, an affiliate only gets one emote slot. So they have to really like pick which one they like. Um, which, yeah, like a partner, it's, it's really fun because you just get a variety of fun stuff you can do with your chat, with your emotes. And in this world of streaming, whether it be esports or um, just watching whatever you, it is that you're playing, right? Um, being, a part, being recognized as, as a partner is a pretty big deal, right? Yep. So um, the last time I checked, um, so there's 2 million broadcasters on Twitch. There's 27,000 partners. Wow. So, yeah. It's that a, is 1%. Yeah, it is. You're in the top 1% of Twitch streamers. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how, how like, few that there are for how big of a platform it is. That's awesome, though. Yeah, I mean, it was very, like, rewarding, I guess, to work towards that and be able to, like, kind of, like, be a part of that community. It's And the Twitch partnership community is, like, very supportive of all of the broadcasters. Like, they just want to help you get better, which is really nice. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So just to go over some of those numbers for some of the people that are watching that have no idea what this Twitch thing is. Mm -hmm. This is somewhere we can go watch people play video games mm -hmm. or compete in video games or esports or whatever, stream, whatever it is that they're doing via what? PlayStation, Xbox, there's, Nintendo. Yeah, there's a ton of different ways. I mean, like basically any platform you can stream from. Um, some platforms are harder to stream from, um, like Nintendo, for example, you have to have a capture card because they don't do any live streaming from their console. Where like Xbox and PlayStation, you could just stream right from your console. You can just hook up to the internet and put the put the stream right out there. Yep, exactly. Um, and then like obviously like PC games, um, there's like a lot of different things that go into it and we could be here all day talking about <laughs> like how you actually stream, but um, yeah. And the, and the average viewer of this or listener of this is probably not, you know, a Twitch streamer. So they, and they don't probably need to know it. Yeah. yeah but exactly. let's just say like, yeah, computer, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo mm -hmm. are, are some of the main ones, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and you are in the top 1% of all of the streamers out there yep. on the biggest streaming platform. That's kind of crazy. That How does that say. feel? I mean, to be honest, I just kind of feel like another content creator because like, I don't know, like there's there's other platforms out there that people game from. So there's like, there's YouTube gaming, there's Mixer and that kind of thing. Um, I try not to like, I don't know, I like I just want to make sure I'm not like getting a big head when it comes to <laughs> it. Um, Cause I mean like- Well, I'm sure if you did, your your community would remind you on right, that, right? Exactly, my, my community is what, what kind of made me me. So I, yeah, I mean, it's like really cool that I'm a partner and I, I like kind of feel a little bit more successful because of that. Um, and it's kind of like a good way to like range, like if I'm doing well or not, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. I just, I kind of want to make sure that I'm not like taking, taking it for granted, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, if you're aware of it, you won't let it get to your head. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I still think it's pretty cool. And it's like a whole nother world, especially with, um, some people that haven't gr grown up with games and stuff like that. This is like what you literally have millions of people that watch people play video games mm -hmm. yes that does exist and it's growing like crazy too right yeah yeah it's it's kind of insane how much it's grown um over the past couple of years i mean so twitch kind of started it started as justin tv and the biggest part of so that one that had like a bunch of different categories in it but their gaming category grew which is why they made twitch the category but yeah i believe like i'm trying to think of the numbers um I want to say like it had half as many broadcasters as it did like last year um 
Like I think it had like 1.5 or one, like one or 1.5 million. And now it's at 2 million already Yeah, within like six months to a year. So let me ask you this. So a lot of times like gaming gets a bad rep, whether it's like a drain on society or it's just wasting time or, or whatever. Right. So what do you think Twitch does to validate all of the time and all of the effort that's spent in that particular medium? Um, so Twitch does a lot for charity, like an insane amount for charity. So this year for St. Jude, they raised over $2 million for the St. Jude, for St. Jude, like just through streamers raising money through their communities. Um, they do different events. They broadcast different events like, um, SGDQ, which is summer games done quick. It's a speed running event. Um, and they raise like millions of dollars through that. Um, so, I mean, there, there's a lot of positive things that come out of it. And I think a lot of streamers just like me will tell you that like everything is good in moderation. Um, you, I mean, you can drink too much, you can smoke too much, you can play video games too much. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, um, it's just like really keeping that in mind. Um, like I, for one, like do not say you should, you know, st stream your life away, play video games your life away because you're going to miss everything that's it's, it's inside. And I, I personally really like doing stuff outside as well, too. Um, some people make their living off of it. So it's like a 40 hour a week job. Um, yeah, but so how does that work? If you're just literally like broadcasting how you're playing video games or just you, the motion of you playing video games, mm -hmm. you're streaming it, right? Yep. How does the revenue model work? Yeah. So, um, well, basically I can kind of explain how it works for me. So, um, affiliates and partners have this thing called a, a subscription or a sub button. Um, and somebody can sub to your channel for four ninety nine. Uh, you make half of the money. So Twitch gets 250 and you get 250 um, per month per month. Yep. And uh, basically uh, you make your money off of those subscriptions. Um, when you become a little bit bigger, you can make more money, like more of a percentage. So like uh, you could make like 75% of that $5, but um, our content is free. So anybody can access our, our content for free. It's really based on like, you really like a streamer, you really like what they're doing. You support them through a subscription. Um, then you get to use their emotes as well. And then um, there's a couple other like small benefits, like you might not get ads for that streamer and that kind of thing. Um, and then they can also donate to you. Um, so just through like PayPal, you can do donations. And like what's kind of fun is like the donation will like pop up on stream so everybody can see it and see that you're supporting them. And then there's one other way that you can get revenue, which is um, bits through Twitch. So um, bits are just kind of like this little funny like cheering uh, yeah. device um, here have my money yeah so <laughs> you can buy um, bits through twitch um, every bit that a streamer receives is one cent so typically you'll see somebody submitting like 100 bits which would be like a dollar um, and then like you can set up certain alerts on your screen so they kind of like explode on your screen or like fall or you know there's just like a little notification that says like you know so and so gave you this many bits um, and they cost a little bit more so you know twitch is making money through them yeah. um, but again, you do want like, so, so Amazon actually owns Twitch. Okay. So there's a big key right away. Like yep. if people think that, it, you know, the streaming thing is just a flash in the pan or it's right. not legit or whatever. Amazon owns Twitch. Yep. And Amazon is everywhere. Right. Uh, Amazon is a, a really big growing company. And uh, you, we've definitely seen more of like these um, money making methods um, since uh, Amazon started taking over uh, what Twitch was doing. But um, for the most part, like you can access pretty much everything for free. I mean, I think Amazon's probably following the route of like, 
you know, if there's not a pay at the end of the day for the content creators, it's only a matter of time until they, they take their efforts elsewhere. Right. Whether that be, you know, YouTube or influencer marketing or, or whatever, right? Yep. And you'll see, like, some people um, will kind of push back on the fact that they are trying to make money just because Twitch has been a very, like, like that's the, the, the last thing that they care about is, like, making the money. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's a bad thing that your, like, home company is making a little bit more money because they can do more things for you if they have, you know, more resources. Well, and there's, you need, there's an infrastructure that needs to be upkept and there needs to be, you know, technology advances and all that kind of stuff. You got to pay for those engineers. Right. You got to pay for those people to actually code all that stuff. Yep, exactly. And there's, like, there's plenty of things that go wrong. So <laughs> you need those people there um, for sure. And, you know, for me, like, streaming isn't really for the money. It's just kind of like an extra thing for me um but there are people out there that that is their livelihood so i think tools like that are really great for them and now there are tons of different games out there mm -hmm. and there's you know, different role-playing games and action and sports and all that kind of stuff i personally like this arcade bar that's right up the street because mm -hmm. it takes tokens yeah <laughs> and i can play pinball yeah those are like old <laughs> and i can games. play teenage mutant ninja turtles mm -hmm. and nba jam and blitz and stuff like that that's not what we're talking about right uh, sometimes people do play those games. Really? And yeah. You can just stream that? Yeah. There's people that that's their main thing is they play retro games like that. That's awesome. Yep. There was, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but there was a guy that played every single Super Nintendo game on stream. Whoa. Every single one, blind play through all of them. Wow. It was like a crazy event. And when he like finished the last one, it was like insane. <laughs> <laughs> but they do really cool stuff like that. Yeah. Like it's. It's anything and everything. Like if you could stream Pong, there would be somebody streaming Pong. I bet there, I bet there is someone. Yeah, there probably is. Um, so what's your, uh, I guess, avenue of choice? Like what do you gear towards? Um, so I advertise myself <laughs> or like brand myself as a Nintendo broadcaster. So, um, you know, my very first game that I ever streamed was uh, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. It's like probably my favorite video game of all time. I think I just played it right at that time in my childhood where I just like remember it so well and I get a lot of nostalgia when I play it again <laughs> um but uh yeah I play all sorts of different games so I play like Legend of Zelda Super Mario um Metroid I've played before Pokemon Super Smash Brothers Mario Kart Mario oh. Kart yeah we still have to play I know <laughs> it has to be the original Wii though okay not the set like what is it, the Wii U or whatever yeah it needs to be the original Wii Yep. And you're going to lose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> we played that a lot. Like a lot. This is a shout out to all my college roommates out there. <laughs> they would probably all say that I would lose as well to them. They, oh. Yeah. Because they, everyone thinks they're the best. Right. It's true. You just can't use a dolphin dash or whatever. <laughs> Motorcycle. That's hacking. That's unfair can't advantage. Yep. Can't do it. Um, well, that's really, that's, I don't know. It's a new, it's an entirely different world. The idea of like how big video games has become has become like mm -hmm. that whole platform that whole industry really with esports and streaming and all that kind of stuff i mean even to the point where you'll go to events across the country mm -hmm. right and like how big are those types of events that you go to they are getting huge okay so i'll just i'll just compare it so i mean i go to like um like pack south which is penny arcade expo um was one of the very first events i went to that one is pretty small compared to events but there's still like thousands of people there um, pretty small except only a few thousand people right. that come there like yeah so um and then there's also like twitchcon so twitch has its own convention that's it just started like i want to say four years ago um, and where is that 
they do them in different spots but it's in california typically um like long beach or san diego uh, places like that um but the first year i went compared to the second year i went i'm not kidding you i think it like tripled in size <laughs> like it was insane like there was lines like out the door we couldn't even get into like and we're not talking about like a, the the back room at a bar right i mean you're talking about like convention center convention center massive market yeah it's insane i could probably like show you pictures but like there was a line to get into the like opening of twitchcon so they they broadcast like the opening ceremony type thing and like i would say no like 80 percent of the people couldn't get in it was insane how many people were there one thing I wanted to add to is uh, my main game that I play. Um, so Super Mario Maker is how I got partnered, basically. Um, Super Mario Maker? Yep. So it's a game for the Wii U. It came out in 2015. Um, so you've played like Super Mario World or Mario Bros. 3. Yep. Games like that. Um, so basically, it's where you get, you can build your own levels. That's wicked. Yeah, it's sweet. People will upload them online, and you get to play them. <laughs> and some of them are like ridiculously hard. So like they'll have you'll you'll try a thousand times, and you won't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like for example, I had one level that took me forty hours to beat. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was a lot of time. Do you ever design your own worlds? Um, I have done it once, but I'm more I like to play them more than create them. Now, can they be like above ground and below ground? Yeah, so there's like different types of levels. So you could do like boo, a boo, boo, boo. yeah, you could do like a lava level. You could do you know like just the typical like you're on the grass or whatever. You can do um like there's like an airship. So this is a stupid question, but if you actually go underground, does the music change with it? Yeah, automatically. Do 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 do. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but yeah, so that's where I basically like grew my community. It's it's a really awesome community. All the streamers in that community are really nice. Um. You'll find in the more competitive communities that some communities can be a little more toxic. Um, and it's like not, harsh towards each other and stuff like that. Or what do um, you mean? You'll just find like your viewers will sometimes not say the nicest things to you. Oh, um, I mean, you have like control. Like if someone's like saying like terrible things in your chat, you can ban them from your chat. Um, but I always find like very, it's, it happens very infrequently that you will find somebody in the Mario Maker community that you're like, you're an idiot like get out of here <laughs> like you're just like rude in that kind of thing um, unless they made a world that literally just kind of spun around itself there's you people be. <laughs> yeah there's people that have, i mean you I can't swear i've been here before you can't upload a level that you can't beat so like they make oh. you beat it before you upload it which oh, is cool. good <laughs> but there are some levels that you're like how the heck did they upload this like this is impossible um but yeah i mean like the, I, I i very much enjoy the mario maker community and like everybody's just very friendly toward each other, like streamer wise and viewer wise. That's awesome. So if somebody wants to check out your stuff, how do they, how do they even find you? Like what, are they, what do you have like a handle? Do you have a, uh, a URL that they go to or something like that? Sure. So if you type into Google, Hannah Bart, H-A-N-N-A-H-B-A-R-T, like Bart Simpson, um, you will probably, my first thing I'll probably, the first thing that'll probably come up will be my Twitch channel. So if you go twitch.tv slash Hannah Bart, that's what you would find. Um, so if you want to catch me live, I usually stream. Catch me live. Catch me live. Um, you can go watch my past broadcast too if you want to see what it's all about. But um, if you want to actually like talk to me and chat, um, I stream Sunday night, um, usually about nine to midnight. Um, Tuesday night, nine to midnight, and then Thursday or Friday night, nine to midnight. And I I will stream outside of that schedule, but like I try to give days that I'll for sure be live so that people know like when to tune in. Um, but I also have like a Twitter and an Instagram that I kind of promote my stuff on as well. Um, and then some of the people out there probably won't know what this is, but Discord is kind of this up and coming like Skype thing for streamers. 
um, or for gamers, I should say. Uh, basically, it's like I have my own server. Um, you can join my server, and then I have like different like text rooms. So like there'll be a room where it's like just general chat. We have a room where we like post pics and selfies. We have one room that's like pizza pie, so we'll post pictures of pizza in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Um, so you got the guy from New York and the guy from Chicago, right? <laughs> or I have a guy from Brazil that works at a pizza place, and I'll post pictures from brazil you should, you should go to broken tree down in nina by the way their pizza is awesome okay or harmony which is a new place in appleton <laughs> go there p- post some pics of those pizza they're You'll gonna be jealous mad respect okay good to know um but yeah so uh, that's where i typically keep like i have about 350 people in my server so um and those are like the main pe- i would say like the main people in my community kind of stay up to date with me in there um but yeah, so like we have voice chat and video chat in, on there as well. That's awesome. Um, well, this has been fascinating. And by the way, if you are, if you want to check that out and you want to interact and say like, hey, I found you on the sponge. If you go to that link, you can create like a guest access, right? Um, to, to like to interact. Twitch? Yeah. Yes, yeah. And I know that because I've done it. The first <laughs> time I found out that you were on Twitch, I was like, what the heck is this all about? <laughs> and I started interacting and I'm pretty, I, it was either you or Lem or somebody were like, oh wait, that's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you guys came in during my charity stream. That's that's, that's what, what it was. was. Yeah, that's what it was. And that's okay. So, can you explain that um, before we go on to the last section of the show? Like, there are things that you can do for good on here. So, can you explain like you had a charity stream where you were raising money for a cause? What was that all about? Yep. So, I would say, like, I, I know very few people that haven't done anything for charity on Twitch, but you can um that they, they, there's a site called tiltify and basically it's just like a third party that manages donations for you because it can get kind of funny with like stuff getting taken out um through paypal and that kind of thing but you can go on there and you can pick a charity that you're like really passionate about so i did one that was local and i actually know the people um the center for suicide awareness and um i really like what their mission is about so i was like i want to do something good for these people because they do great things so I decided to do a 24-hour t- charity stream, um, and basically I stayed up for 24 hours You're playing nuts. video games. Yeah, I almost died after that one. <laughs> uh, uh, I was so tired. Um, but anyways, yeah, you can pick a charity and uh, just raise money for them, and then it all goes towards that charity. And it's just a really great way to kind of unite your community, and it's it's something that you can do good through your channel because your channel is most of the time is just focused on you yeah it's where you can kind of take those efforts and focus them towards did you meet your goal we did how much what was your goal um my goal was a thousand dollars and we raised just under 1300 that's so cool so and this is like a burst of cash that the organization wouldn't have had anywhere else right exactly i mean they might have gotten it other places but it was unexpected yeah to a good cause yep exactly and playing um, video games for 24 straight hours right and there's just there's a variety of charities you can pick out there like you can do there's like saint jude there's extra life um like you can raise money for like children's hospitals there's just so many things you can find something that you would be passionate about on there and i don't know that's what's really cool about twitch is they they do that stuff all the time that's awesome and uh, if you're interested in anything uh, if you have any questions about this feel free to send us a message, leave a comment um, for Hannah. We'll get back to you. She does work at Be Connected, so she's got easy access to the show and, and answering questions and stuff like that. So the last part of the show is our 50-50 questions. What, what is that? That is where we each write down four questions for the other person, and we take turns uh, choosing them, and we each pick two of them. So there's a 50% chance that our question 
is not going to be asked, mm-hmm. right? So let's let's dive into that. Okay. You you have my questions over there. I have your questions right here. Do you want to go first? Or you sure. want me to go first? I can go first. All right. Okay. Did you shuffle them? Yeah, I did. Um, if you could only play one game from now until forever, what would it be? I think you kind of answered this before, but. Yeah, Mario Maker is one of those games that it's like out endless hours of entertainment. I've played it for over 1,500 hours, if that <laughs> oh helps you <laughs> uh, gauge anything. Um, yeah, I would probably have to say Mario Maker. If I was going to say a different answer, it would probably be Super Smash Brothers. <sighs> it's like Super Smash Brothers or Mario Kart. Which one? But I feel like in Super Smash Brothers, there's so many like unique situations that can happen that it wouldn't get boring after a long time. So I met up with a friend of mine at the arcade bar down downtown Mm -hmm. and there were two guys that were playing super smash brothers and i was like yeah i used to play this when i was young (laughs) i was like in middle school or whatever Mm -hmm. so i sat down i got annihilated i have not played that in so long i got absolutely annihilated it's insane um so So what happens if you go down there and you just like you know i'm just like casually going around i'm just like an average looking person i'm gonna sit down (laughs) and play super smash brothers and remind me of my childhood like it you depends. just destroy everybody i was pretty in, into uh you did you play smash 64 it was 64 yeah yeah i um so back in the day i used to host smash tournaments at my house <laughs> so we would have like we would make a legit bracket and I, we mostly did doubles tournaments um but like it was insane and we would like leave in fights because it was <laughs> so competitive it was bad um so i don't know smash 64 is hard because I've I've hardly met anybody that's like better than me, I guess. No but like big, no big deal. Well, I mean, my, my, that friend group for sure was like good, like as good as me or better. Um, but like outside of my friends, I haven't met anybody, so it's like hard to say. Um, when it comes to like, so I played actually when I first started streaming, I played Super Smash Bros for the Wii U, which is the most recent one, and people would come into my stream and play with me and it wasn't they were like pro like i can't even i wouldn't even get like a hit on them sometimes it was insane i would have loved if it if like i got annihilated down there and i'm just like oh you should see my friend hannah (laughs) (laughs) you just sit down and just whoop them uh i don't know it's it's hard to say there's people that are really really good (laughs) i just think i'm a little rusty Mm -hmm. i think i made them look better and if they're listening, I'd be amazed. But <laughs> you got lucky. <laughs> you got lucky you weren't playing Hannah. All right. Here we go. Do you think playing video games affected your career or work ethic? Huh. Well, I wasn't I wasn't that big of a gamer. My biggest video game thing was um, this is going to be a stretch. Oh, boy. There are two video game things that really stick out in my head. First was in high school. My parents didn't let me get a video game count console um until i convinced them that ddr and guitar hero were good for uh like hand-eye coordination (laughs) (laughs) that's great so it actually does help though so because i didn't do anything else i became really unhealthily good at guitar hero i played a lot of guitar hero too i was the first one out of all my friends in high school to beat every song possible on expert did you beat through the fire and flames oh yeah Oh my gosh, that was the one I could not beat. I beat everything. Oh, that's insane. And it was like every time a new guitar hero came out, Mm -hmm. I was always the first one to go to the very end and beat the very last song. That's awesome. So um, that, I guess, work ethic, I mean, I 
I practiced a lot, I guess. But you, it wasn't really yeah. guitar. Well, so. you you have like some musical background. Yeah, that helped. Yeah. That certainly helped because I had a natural sense of rhythm and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, I mean, that, that helped. And then the second one was in college um, because I, I never I never had any other video games, stuff like that. I would go to my neighbors and play 64 over there or something mm-hmm. like that. I'd play Doom mm-hmm. <laughs> over at my other neighbor's house. Um, but when I got to college... Um, I got an Xbox for the first time mm-hmm. and our whole dorm floor hooked up and played Halo together. Mm-hmm. And that was like revolutionary for me because it was like the instant way to make friends mm-hmm. and not only make friends just everywhere, instantly make friends just in our dorm Yeah, because everybody had headsets on and everybody was playing with each other. Um, and there was this one, there was this one story. Um, we used to call it our uh, we used to call drinks books mm-hmm. because you weren't allowed to have <laughs> drinks under twenty one yeah. in the dorms. So you had like hardcover and softcover. <laughs> hardcover books would be like liquor, and yep. then softcover would be like beer. Mm-hmm. Well, we were playing <laughs> we were playing uh, Halo once, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, "Hey, Jake!" And Jake's my roommate, so I was like, "Hey, Jake, give me a beer." <laughs> and guy comes and knocks on our door. He's like, "You know our RA is playing, right?" <laughs> <laughs> the guy who like r- runs the floor. Yikes! And I was like, I mean a book. I'm, I'm here to read books. <laughs> Give me a soft cover book. I'm really interested in learning more about this game. I want to read about it. <laughs> <laughs> nice cover. Nice cover. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That doesn't really teach me anything, but it taught me how to make more friends. I guess through, I w- through yeah, that. Yeah, I would definitely say that now that there's so much like online access, it's re- a really cool way to connect with more people. Just like, well, I mean, like Twitch is all online, and I have like. I don't even know, like a hundred friends now that I never would have had before. And like, there's people that I'm like really close to and I'll like snap every single day, like on Snapchat. Um, How many times have you met them though in person? Um, depends. Like some of them I've only met like once in real life. Some of them I haven't met in real life at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's like, there's one, one of my, he like watched my stream right when I first started streaming he's still around. Um, he moderates my channel actually, which is, he just gets to ban people if they're naughty. (laughs) Um, but we are actually planning, we're going to PAX West together and we're going to stay together and just like hang out. Cause we, I mean, we've talked for like hours on discord. It's like, why wouldn't we hang out real life? Like we need to plan something. That's cool. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, my turn. You're up next. Oh, well, this is kind of like what we just talked about. Who is the coolest person you've met (laughs) via video games? You ever met anybody famous? Um, I'm trying or to think of the, the most famous person. I played Mario Kart against a Wisconsin Badger basketball player once. That's pretty cool. Whooped him. <laughs> <laughs> you got basketball, I got video games. He was like 6'8". <laughs> yeah, anyways. Um, I'm trying to think the coolest person I've ever met. Hmm. What made me think of it is that there's this one streamer out there that became famous because he had Drake on his stream ninja right? yep. yeah he was famous before well in the stream community he was famous before drake but i haven't met like in terms of streamers like i was in the same room as tim the tap man he's a pretty big streamer um it sounds like tim the tool man i think it's probably <laughs> where he got that from right probably uh i don't know if i've met anybody like much bigger than him though like i've met some other like bigger streamers but i feel like nobody like famous It'd be really cool to meet Ninja, though. I bet there was somebody famous that you played with online, and you, you had so? no idea. I've played with some pretty big Smash players. Um, I mean, like like celebrity people. Yeah, like just randomly. Yeah, celebrities, Maybe. athletes, whatever, and you had no idea that that was them. Probably. 
I probably beat him too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Keaton Nankville. He's out there. He's a he was a forward for the Wisconsin Badgers. If you're listening, remember when I whooped you? <laughs> um all right, last one. Here we go. Where do you see video games going in the next ten years? That's interesting. Um I think that the um I think that the esports world is gonna become more mature as far as like how the business of it works Mm -hmm. with like sponsorships and viewership and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think Twitch is, Twitch is going to be like the behemoth behind it, mainly because it's owned by Amazon. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's going to really define where everything goes. Um, But what's really going to be interesting, and I have a different perspective on this because we just had our first kid and I start thinking about like screen time, you know, Mm -hmm. I know he's really young. He's less than a year old, but like you can't help but think like, you know, what's this, what's the screen time going to be like for, for him as he grows up mm-hmm. and video games is such a huge part of youth now that wasn't necessarily, you know, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, as far as looking at the next 10 years, I think, um, personally, I think it's going to, I think it's going to explode. And then I think it's going to come down, especially because if you look at like, I think it was South Korea they put like a national law on you can't you can't be online you can't be streaming past say midnight a national law i'm pretty sure wow i think they 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 were talking about that during the olympics okay about how there's like this there's this national like thing that says you can't um you can't be streaming content uh through screens Mm -hmm. or whatever um between the hours of like 12 and 5 or something like that so i think i think that like just speaking honestly i think there are, there are some negative things that come with like a like when you abuse your time and you just like spend 20 hours doing it bad circadian rhythm for sure yeah whatever that means that sounds legit <laughs> <laughs> it's like your sleep schedule yeah sure so i mean i had a roommate who i mean he literally lived in his bedroom all the time and never came out and we could hear him like the, his voice would be coming down the hall and um like it it impacts like your social skills your professional skills like like all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so i think it's going to keep gaining popularity until society recognizes that it's too much Mm -hmm. and then they're going to start having like a health that healthy medium Mm -hmm. come from that and i think that's where it's going to land it's going to land somewhere in like the notion of like every kid plays video games Mm -hmm. and there are some people that make good money doing it Mm -hmm. because esports will have been more mature and the streaming thing will have been more solidified with revenue. But um, at the same time, there will be more rules. Yeah, I agree. Because of health. I mean, I yeah, like I said, it's everything in moderation. Uh, I just wanted to add that, well, I did have a friend in college that flunked out and all he did was play video games. <laughs> he Don't do class. that. He skipped class to play video games. Yeah. Go to class. <laughs> Not smart. Um, but yeah, I was thinking in terms of like virtual reality, I think they have come so far with that. Oh, yeah. And I think it could do some like crazy stuff in the future. I think that'll be really interesting in the gaming community specifically because they're trying to push VR with like everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a bit of a push. Like nobody's going to go to a party, put goggles on and then not talk to anybody. Right. Like it's that's just a little weird. But within the gaming community, because everything is so digital, like you were talking about how you have friends who you've never met before. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot more sense there. And imagine you're talking about creating these worlds within like mario Mm -hmm. think about that in a 3d environment where you're doing that 
fully like right. immersed in it. Yeah, it could be. Well, that could be bad. I could see that <laughs> being really bad, but it also could be really cool. Um, well, I've just like I, I've played with uh, I can't remember like the Samsung VR or whatever it is. Um, my dad also bought the like the new one that's like, expensive. He's like, I thought you would like this. I'm like, okay, let's play it. Um, <laughs> Oculus Rift. But whatever. like, yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, but it was just like amazing to me that you could like look or look around like 360 and like see your entire surroundings. Like, mm-hmm. how fun would a first person shooter be where you could like look over your shoulder? And, like, you could still use the controller, obviously, to, like, control yourself. Yeah. Imagine if it, like, vibrated, too. Yeah, or you could, like, hear stuff coming behind you. Like, yeah. how Surround sick sound? would that be? That would be awesome. Surround sound VR. Mm-hmm. That'd be insane. Yeah, like, I think it could be really, really cool. But at the same time, I could see people just, like, never wanting to take off the goggles. Right. Yeah. But that's why I think. I think there's going to be more, like, literally, like, universally accepted rules mm-hmm. about, like, you just don't do this. You don't do that. You don't play after these hours. You don't, like, because of what it does to your development right and um a lot of streamers like there they'll be like panels at like conventions and stuff just about self-care in the if you're a full-time streamer just things that you should do that are really important because if you're sitting for eight hours it's really yeah. important to get up and just move it's important that you get out and exercise it's important that you get enough sleep like yeah i mean there are people that freak out about gambling and there's like gambling hotline helplines and like all that kind of stuff gambling has been around forever mm-hmm. so i think if gambling can self-regulate itself I think video games can self-regulate mm-hmm. themselves. So, yeah. but there's like a healthy medium. Yep. So this is all incredibly fascinating. If you have any questions for Hannah after this, send us a message, leave a comment, you know, reach out to us in some way, shape or form, Twitter, we'll be around Twitch, Facebook, whatever. Um, thanks Hannah for joining us on the show. This has been kind of fascinating. Thanks for having me on. This is pretty cool. Yeah, you bet. Um, get, get out there, learn some new things. Try some things new that are new um, and just be the best sponge that you can be. Have a great week.